0: What's up, folks? David Soto Jr. here, and this is the David Soto Jr. podcast. What's up, folks? Welcome to episode 82 of the David Soto Jr. podcast. I am your host, David Soto Jr. All right. All right. So, there the topic's been on my mind. Um, more things on this topic have been coming up. And I just kind of been not motivated to record. I could have had something last week. It just didn't. I just couldn't bring myself to get down here in my dirty ass basement. I mean, this is just one room of the basement. The rest of the house is, well. <laughs> we have two babies so two walking babies so the rest of the house is pretty bad too to tell you the truth okay Um. we all know what happened in uh, Uvalde Uvalde, Texas Texas um, a couple weeks ago it was a tragedy. It is a tragedy. it seems to. Uh, people seem to be uh, forgetting about it. Nineteen children died. Nineteen children were murdered. Uh, shot in the face. But that's not what not necessarily what I want to talk about. It's a tragedy. That, that happened, but something happened during this, uh, during the aftermath that caused that's, that, that just got th- the ball rolling for me. Um, watching the news and getting all the updates on this situation, I. So, so people were talking, giving interviews and stuff about their loss. First of all, you see the pictures of all these children. Every one of them has a uh, Latino, Latinx last name. They're all basically uh, Mexican American. I mean, it's Texas. What do you think? Um, And so you have your parents on there grieving and talking about um, their loss, sharing their grief. And I saw a man talking about losing his daughter. And his color, the color of his skin, his tattoos, his, um, I mean, let's be let's be honest, it's either a Dallas Cowboys jersey or, jersey or a Raiders jersey. And since he's in Texas, we'd assume it's a Dallas Cowboys jersey, hat, the way he spoke, everything reminded me. Of like growing up. Of the people who that used to be around me as a child. I saw somebody up on the screen that looked like me. And I don't want to take away the fact that there's a tragedy and this man lost his, his uh, child or... But there is something else that happened there in that moment. For me. I got... I was overwhelmed with comfort. You understand? It was comforting. It was as if uh, your grandma was giving you a hug. To see somebody on the screen on the TV who looked like somebody, looked like somebody you know, sounds like somebody you know talks, I guess it's the same sound, right? For a brief moment, I had representation on the TV. Uh, I mean, this guy could have been uh, a Dio or a Primo or he could have been, he could have been a, a relative that I don't even see, but once every few years at a family reunion or something. But it was so comforting to see that. And then, did I get it? A left-handed snap. Just like that. And just like That it was gone that that f- that that feeling that comfort that warmth just by seeing somebody who looks like me on tv for a little bit was gone in an instant and i'm back to reality and the reality The the reality is I'm in St. Louis, Missouri. That Mexican-American environment that I grew up in does not exist here. I don't get that comforting feeling. It if you know who was paying attention, she would have saw tears in my eyes, and she would have thought I was crying for them, <laughs> I was tearing up for those uh, nineteen lost children. But I wasn't. It was that that comfort, that f- familiarity, that everything that 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 was bringing me joy just by seeing somebody, that I could relate to on TV, that was taken away. And then the realization is I don't have anywhere here in Missouri where I can go to experience that. Not that I know of. Now, can I go to Cherokee Street and go to the Mexican joints there? Yeah, but those are paisa people. You know, those are straight from Mexico. It's not the same. It's not the same to have, to be around people who know what it's like, who have, maybe have a Spanish accent, but don't speak Spanish, right? It's different. It's not the same. And there's no one around here that can relate not very many anyways so this and I've talked about this before but it, it when it when it it comes back up when it's it's reaffirmed that this is what it feels like to be white That feeling when I saw that Mexican-American man on TV and the warmth and comfort and familiarity familiarity, and all that, all that positive feelings that I had that were then taken away, that is how white people feel every fucking day. Now don't get offended, white people. Don't get defensive. Don't get mad. Don't feel guilty. This white privilege, white supremacy in the world today is not your fault. So, it's not my fault I'm tall. I can get shit off the top shelf. Well, shorter people cannot. I was at Home Depot the other other day, and I found some uh, wood hardening stuff. Was in a box still, and I was able to find it by the product number that was written on the box. And the guy helping me was like, I knew what he was going to go get is that little a uh, ladder that they would push around and you walk on and it locks in place as the wa- as your weight but i just reached up there and grabbed it uh did i feel bad that this short guy couldn't get it that he had to go get a ladder and i didn't no i didn't feel bad i didn't feel guilty it's not my fault i'm tall it's not your fault you're white it's not your fault you get to benefit from the thousands of years of 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 white supremacy. So don't feel guilty. Don't feel bad. Don't get offended that I'm talking about this. Uh, it's, It's funny how people get offended at truth, at facts. We are surrounded in a world that is dominated by white people. And if you don't, if you're going to argue that we're all treated equal, you Half, based on like, uh, there is a gnat in here, it's gnat season, man. Based on, uh, we'll even add white males, middle-aged white males uh, are the dominant. And then the next is just white people in general, right? Uh, So you think about people of color can vote. Black people that were slaves are no longer slaves. Women couldn't vote, now they can vote. Um, We have a black Supreme Court justice. There's all kinds of things that you can say, look at what's happening here. Don't tell me that this is white supremacy. Because there are people in power... um, people of color in power, they have the same privileges as white people. And my point, and I would tell you, my point to you would be like, who granted them that permission? Who granted slavery, slaves their freedom? Who signed the documents allowing women to vote who picked a black vice president or a black supreme court justice? White males, and so all of this thing is stuff that I'm learning, I'm learning this stuff. It comes to me the more I learn, the more I study, the more I read, the more clarification, the more I live, right? The more I live and just be alive, I realize things. <laughs> and so, white people have this privilege. That it's not their fault they have, right? So, okay. There's a lot of hate out there right now. A lot of hate... for people of color. Uh, A lot of hate for... LGBTQ+. Um... A lot of hate for, for liberals <laughs> um, but what does this hate like hate comes from fear so what are these people that hate so much white people mm. Um, what are they afraid of? What's causing them to hate? It's the loss of their privilege. It's the loss of that feeling of seeing somebody like you or being surrounded in an environment where people look like you. They're In fear, they fear losing that comfort. That comfort that I felt when I saw a Chicano man on TV. They have. And they fear losing that. They fear losing that feeling that they get all the time. That I only get after a tragedy happens in a latino dominated environment and those people are put on tv white people white males especially white people have that feeling all the time and when it gets threatened to be taken away that sparks hate they get defensive. They don't want that. And I don't blame them. Right? If you have something that you're used to. That has been granted to you. From the day you were born. And then someone comes in. And wants to take that away. I would. I understand. Why you would want to defend that. Why you would be angry. Or why you would you have the fear. of That being taken away. But one thing you have to understand is that discomfort that you hate so much or that these people hate so much the fact that a black person moved into their beautiful white neighborhood that discomfort is what everybody else experiences every day Everything that you don't like or that white people don't like about people of color or LGBTQ or anybody else. Um, what? Well, a black woman being nominated to Supreme Court justice. Some people don't like that because they think, what if she's not the most qualified person? What if we are uh, just granting her this position because of her race? Are you going to eliminate a qualified person because of the color of their skin? Who, who am I talking about here? White people are concerned that you are that, that they are going to be judged not for what they are capable of, but because they're white, they are not going to be allowed to do something or be not going to not going to, They're going to get disqualified. Because they're white. That doesn't seem fair to them. And that's what people of color have had to deal with for thousands of years. That is exactly when you hear somebody say, you're going to eliminate me from a job position because of the color of my skin. Now you know what it feels like. That's what it feels like. Except this is... There are few incidents. Over the existence of time. Where that has happened to white people. (laughs) But... So, everything... When everything that you don't like, white people don't like. I don't know. I don't know if you're white. Shit, I don't know. But everything that like, oh, these people are loud. All these people are moving to my neighborhood. All these people and their bright colors. All these people are doing this specifically. Why can't they leave things alone, right? Why do they have to make a new one day at a, of a time, one day at a time, with all Latinos? Why do they have a Wonder Years with a black? Why couldn't they just leave it with the regular Kevin, right? Fred Savage. Why do they have to? Why do they have to redo it? And was it Kevin? Was Kevin's name? My point is, was Kevin Home Alone? What was Fred Savage's? Winnie Cooper was a was a girl, though. I remember that. Why they gotta have a black Winnie Cooper? Why they gotta have a black Ariel? Like all these things that white people don't like, is what's been happening to black people. It's just been the norm has been white. And so all these Disney princesses and everything else, all these characters, all these people that are on TV, it's just when, yeah, just to sum it up, this is a bit. when people when white people get pissed, when white people start hating, it's because they are being treated. like a person of color. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Here's a better example that I have in my notes that I should have looked at, but when white people are accused of being uh racist just because they let's say voted for donald trump you vote for donald trump you're a racist and people who don't like to be called racist because they think they're not i mean i don't think they understand what the word racist means or what racism is but White people don't want to be stereotyped. Just because I voted for Donald Trump doesn't mean I'm a racist. Just because I talk with a southern drawl doesn't mean I'm racist. Just because I live in the South doesn't mean I'm racist. Just because I have a confederate flag on my porch doesn't mean I'm racist. Stop stereotyping me. Again. Everything you don't like about people of color, no, everything you don't like or what, what happens to you as a white person is when you get treated like a person of color. You don't like to be stereotyped, welcome to our world. How many times I've been told I'm too tall to be Mexican? You're not Mexican. Mexicans are little short guys. I don't know what to tell you. I mean, even Mexicans can't believe I'm Mexican because of how tall I am. What sparks hate? What are... These hating-ass white people afraid of, they're afraid of being treated like a person of color. That's white supremacy. I think i got everything covered here today. Folks, I am at David E. Soto Jr., J.R. for Jr., on Instagram, on Twitter, on social medias. All of them. All of them. At David E. Soto Jr., um, look for a Kickstarter for my childhood memoir. I basically will be selling the books in advance. I'm not going to ask for money, um, but uh, uh, it's, it's not. I'm not going to do a GoFundMe. I'm going to do a Kickstarter, which means I'm going to sell the product. Um, I'm going to and use the proceeds to f- from it to fund the project. I need an editor. I need a designer. I need a everything else. I everything else that I typically do on my own. I can't cuz I have children in a family or in a job. That's why it's hard for me to podcast cuz the mornings and the weekends is the only time I have to myself. Super quiet. Okay. I appreciate you tuning in and listening to me blabber. Thank you very much. Bye.